But at the end of the day, you really got to get it out there. It's like you just, it's like anything with product, right? You just need to ship it, learn, iterate, and do it again and do it better. Welcome everyone to Uptech Report. This is our Founders Journey series, and I'm excited to be joined by Kim again. This is part two of our discussion. Check out part one, where you could learn more about their product, Repeat, at getrepeat.io, which really is all around smart replenishment platform for CPG brands. This discussion though, um, Kim, I wanna dive a little bit deeper into your journey that you've been on. This two, three years you've run this, this brand and this company, but you're not new to running ventures or this uh, environment. So tell me, what's your story? How did you get to where you are today? Yeah, it's a great question. It's uh, it's an, is it, we've had a very interesting, interesting journey to where we are today. Um, so my co-founder and I met at a startup in Venice back in 2015. It was a marketing tech um, ad, it was a marketing tech startup. Um, it didn't last. Um, we had both been in the MarTech ad tech industry for a while and were kind of jaded by the whole thing. And, and uh, we thought, hmm, you know, we were ready to start our own company. Um, we decided to actually launch a brand. Um, we thought we could leverage our marketing chops to build that brand. Turns out it takes a lot to build a brand uh, beyond just marketing uh, knowledge. Um, and uh, actually, it was an it was a subscription brand um, where we were focused on um, simplifying what we felt like was the overly complex process of refreshing our basics, um, like t-shirts, uh, starting with tees. And so the idea was um, socks, tees, and underwear subscription make it really easy to get um, to refresh the stuff that we you know wear the most. And in the process of building that brand. Uh, we were interviewing our customers um, and trying to figure out if this was a problem that we actually felt like really needed to be solved um, or if we were just manufacturing it, right? Um, Which is a big question that every startup founder really needs to ask is, um, am I actually solving a real problem or is this a manufactured problem? Um, And so in in the process of interviewing our customers, um, which we literally did through like intercom on our website, uh, we realized, oh, wow, like subscription subscribing to products is not a delightful, great experience, right? Like subscribing to services like Spotify and Netflix, great. Um, But when it comes to subscribing to products, you either have too much of it or you don't have it when you need it and you end up churning. And then you're probably pissed off at the brand, right? Like, cause they probably sent you something that you didn't need um, and uh, that's not good. So so we we realized this um, after talking with our customers. And then the other interesting piece was we kind of asked ourselves like, are we subscribing to any products on the internet? And the answer was no, right? So why were we operating a subscription business if we weren't even doing it ourselves? Um, and so it was at that point that my co-founder started to try to look for solutions um, in, to enable us to achieve repeat without um, requiring our customers to, survive, to, to subscribe. And it just didn't exist. Um, and so we, uh, she kind of looked at me and was like, what if we could leverage data to predict when our customer needs our product again? Um, and then embed click to purchase links in email. Um, and I thought it was genius. And we spun up uh, a little experiment and it worked. Um, th- by the way, this is about two years of the journey was this. Um, and uh, yeah, we spun up an experiment and it worked. And um, it was at that point that we realized, okay, we can be a tech enabled brand, um, not which, which you know isn't the smartest thing when you're building a company, you really wanna pick a lane and focus. Um, or we can strip the brand altogether and bring this, uh, you know, build, actually build this software and bring it to market and power other brands that sell replenishable products on the internet. And so that's obviously the direction that we went in. And then, and that's how repeat was born. 
I love it. it. It it reminds me of not exactly the same, but like how Slack, you know, it's just the element of it doesn't quite work a good adventure go this way, but the underlying technology built to solve a problem. You're like, okay, this others need this, which yeah. led you to this. Yeah. To this I hope we're as big as Slack one day. I hope. I hope. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the direction where you're headed. Now, yeah, obviously, good. funding is a piece of that to be able to to grow. Any insights you can share, like some of the common mistakes one could make when trying to seek funding to, to make that happen? I've made them all. Let me start there. Um, we have raised a couple rounds of funding. We've raised a pre-seed um, and more recently a seed. Um, and I'll probably be raising again soon. Uh, always fundraising, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the common mistakes um, or the mistakes that I made um, that if I were talking to a founder today who's just thinking about raising their first round is um, really being a little too hesitant to get out there and practice pitching um, and, and, you know, and spending like way too much time perfecting a deck that, you know, at the end of the day, you really got to get it out there. It's like, you just, it's like anything with product, right? You just need to ship it, learn, iterate and do it again and do it better. Right. And so getting out there and really like um, uh, practice pitching, I think is like probably one of the most important things you can do like super early on. Um, so that, that would be my biggest piece of advice. And also just that, you know, you're going to hear a million no's before you hear yeses. And, and I mean, everybody says this, but until you're like in it and experiencing it, it's really hard to like, it's, it's, it's hard, it's difficult. Um, but like at the end of the day, that's the game and you just kind of keep going and, and learning and, and you get better every single time. Yeah. Building a team, once you have the funding, that's the next big element. Uh, any oh, yeah. lessons learned when it comes to building a good team and culture? Oh. Yeah. Um, I really like this idea of, I don't of, um, of like Adam Grant's givers, takers, matchers, right. Which is like, um, this idea of you have people that'll give, you have people that'll take, and then you have people that'll call out the takers. Right. And so you really want to build a company with givers and matchers. I, I, I like firmly believe that. So I think like the biggest piece of advice and something that I think about a lot is I really look for people that are, are, are givers or, or what Adam Grant calls matchers. Um, and I also, I also think it's like a really important to build, um, uh, teams that have people that look in microscopes and people that look in telescopes, like you need both, right. You need, you need achievers that really want to get stuff done that like are looking at the details and thinking about the details, like crossing T's and dotting I's. And then you need people looking like through my, through telescopes, like real strategic thinkers, connecting dots and the combination of the two across different functional areas of the business, I think is like key to building, um, a really great team. So it's balance. Right, yeah. right. And I imagine that that uh, developing that team continues to change and grow as as you grow uh, yourself. How, how big is the team today? So we are six people today, uh, six, uh, six person team today and um, potentially eight by the end of the year. So hiring a bunch That's of people exciting. right now. Once you've got the team, then it's about, okay, you've got the base. Now you need the customers and clients. Any insights yeah. on getting the first couple clients and then being able to scale from there? Uh, yeah, so I think... Um, Again, kind of similar to like pitching, right? Uh, to pitching investors, um, you're going to question everything uh, when you're building something from the ground up when it's your baby. Um, and I think, like again, just like acquiring your first couple customers, then you just got to get out there and and see and 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 like, you know, in the early days of of acquiring customers, um, it really is about it's a combination of sales and customer development. It's actually more customer development than it is sales. Like really trying to determine what is the problem. Is the problem salient enough that this 
buyer um, is going to either, um, you know, st stop using what they're currently using and use my software or, or um, you know, if in the case like ours, like there, there really isn't anything that does what we do, um, at least yet. And so it's a matter of like, okay, we think that we are solving a real problem, but like until we're out there pitching to customers and until we hear them say like, yes, like I need a solution to X, Y, Z, you don't really know. So in the early days, it's less about selling. It's really more about being obsessed with the problem and learning about the problem. Um, and then I think like, as far as scale goes and, you know, we're at 40 customers right now. So we're not, we're, by no means are we, you know, at a point of scale. I think 2021 for us is all about scale. Um, for us, 2020 was all about um, like the best, some of the best advice I got earlier, actually earlier this year was like, just bear hug your customers. Like just literally like until you've got, and that's what we did. We, we only lost a couple customers. Um, we came into the year with nine. We we're ending the year at, at, around, at about 40. Um, we lost a couple Great. along the way. This environment. Like, it's a just straight bear hug, you know. We're not and letting you go. You're staying, you're staking with not, us. We're not letting you go. Um, and we'll do right by you, right? Like, mm -hmm. like tell us like what's not working? What can we do better? Um, and so again, that, that gets into like, it's uh, customer development. It's all about customer development and being maniacally focused and completely obsessed with the problem. So going into 2021, you already gave uh, uh, alluding to your next big challenge, which is to to scale. How do you see kind of your mentality going into next year of what you need to do? Oh, focus. It's all focus. Um, it's uh, yeah, it can get it. it can, it's pretty easy to get distracted by shiny new things and ideas. And there's so many cool things that we can do and build. And so it's really a matter of if we're going to scale this business, it's going to be because we're focusing on the right things at the right time and we have the right people in the right seats, right? So it's like twofold. Like my focus is right people, right seats, focusing on the right thing at the right time. That's it. Um, it sounds really simple. It's not that simple um, because you got to layer in their capital to ensure that we can like continue to operate and grow the business, um, which is also a focus of mine uh, and, and, you know, something I'll be thinking about in 2021. But yeah, I think two biggest things, right people, right seats, um, and focusing on the right thing at the right time. Love it, love it. And when this episode airs, I'm sure already uh, that that scale will be happening, the funding will be in, it'll be, it'll be perfect. Right. That, that's what the focus is, and then-, then No, you no, no, it will. No, 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 yeah. yes, 100%. You know it. Yeah, absolutely. It. Last question I have for you, Kim. I'm, I'm sure. looking forward, because I feel like you are definitely a, a forward-looking individual. You're looking, seeing where insights can come through. Overall, what kind of tech innovations do you predict we'll see in the next year, short term, uh, and five, 10 years, long term? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not one of those people that can predict like five, 10 years long term. Um, and, and, and maybe it's because I'm thinking I'm thinking about like uh, uh, my business. Um, and really, again, it's all about it's all about focus. I mean, I think in terms of of the space that we're in, I think we're going to see, you know, certainly personalization is is incredibly important um, and, and really making sure that there are software tools that help brands to build better relationships with their customers. And the way that that's going to be achieved is through data. Right. And and so, like, you know, um, I think that that's you know, going to continue to be a place that, you know, or, or we'll, we'll continue to see innovation around that. I also think headless commerce is really interesting. Um, I think that'll be 
Yeah, it's this idea of being able to like build anything on the front end and then leverage some like a platform on the back end like Shopify, right? So you don't need to necessarily, I mean, that's simplifying it, right? You just kind of have control of the front end and um, you're able to then, you know, tack that onto a back end like Shopify or or WooCommerce or, you know, big commerce, um, et cetera. So so I think like headless commerce is like a big thing. Um, And uh, yeah. That's that's the future. I like it. I like the the prediction. Well, definitely for those that want to check out uh, Repeat, go to getrepeat.io and you can uh, be able to get a demo and see how the platform works using in your own um, CPG brand or check also part one of our discussion to hear be able to break it down. Um, thank you again, Kim, for joining us. Uh, our episode today was sponsored by Terraleap. If your company wants to learn how to better leverage the power of video, increase sales and marketing, head over to terraleap.io and learn about the new cut co- the product, customer stories. Thanks again, everyone. And we will see you next time. That concludes the audio version of this episode. To see the original and more, visit our Uptech Report YouTube channel. If you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you're subscribed to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app.